Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome to the Tatness Podcast. As always, it's Tatness. Fucking beautiful night here in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, bro. Really chill. It's just kind of mild out. And good weed-smoking weather, man. I'm going to go out and puff one after this fucking show because it is nice, you know. And it's not, not t-shirt weather, but it's fucking pretty mild. So I just go out and throw on a hoodie and I'm good. It's fucking nice, dude. Take advantage of it. It's always... I, ever since I moved here, I, I've always found that the fucking, the winters are so mild, dude. Ontario blows. I don't miss that shit at all. Not even a little bit. Fuck that place. It is so awesome here, you guys. Alright, first of all, I'm going to start this off with some bad news for other show hosts. There's some unfortunate news. Uh, unless your producer goes to a Christmas party and gets a whole shitload of food and comes back and gives it to you. I have the best producer on the planet in <laughs> radio, so I'm uh, just going to put that out there. <laughs> Thanks for the hookup, by the way. Yeah, oh. you're welcome. That was fucking good. Mm-hmm. Nothing got me carved up better before the gym. Yeah, I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Hey, anytime. Tis the season for giving. Yeah, well, I don't know about all that, but New Year's. Is around the corner. I know we're not quite at Christmas yet, but fuck it. We all know that we look forward to New Year's. Mm-hmm. So I figured why not get into our plans as, you know, fucking, I'm sure you have plans for New Year's and what you want to do next year. Oh, yeah. And I know everybody has their bullshit. It becomes the thing on Facebook, right? Every fucking year is this person's year and they're going to do this and they're going to do that. And it lasts like two fucking weeks at best. Mm, if even sometimes. I know. And then they're like, fuck this. Mm-hmm. I have to say one of the most common, and people that work at gyms know this, and as as a well-known fact, going to a gym, myself, the first two weeks, like you said, or even couple days, the gyms are packed to the tits. And I hate it. That's the time of year I fucking hate most, because I'm in there day in and day out for fucking three, four hours the most times, uh, minimum like two hours, and... I can't fucking stand when all of a sudden it's just so packed with people that really don't even care. Oh, or they're they're lying to themselves, unfortunately. They're always the most common resolution is, oh yeah, after the holidays, you know, after Christmas dinner and all the treats and everything, I'm going to get healthier, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to go to the gym, blah, blah. But unfortunately it's just such a huge influx and it's very inconveniencing and it is frustrating as you said tatness well i mean the thing is like nine times out of ten you can look at certain people and you can tell by the look on their face that they're not going to stick it out and keep doing it mm-hmm. you can see by the look on their face they're over this shit already this is <laughs> not their fucking lifestyle no or you know it's just like i said they feel like as if oh i only need to do it like hard for the first few weeks and then i'm golden there goes all the um holiday weight no it it is on an ongoing process and i went through it and i'm going through it again i did slip up in the last few months i will admit that going through personal like loss and everything else i put on some weight i will admit that and you know as you know me i love food so unfortunately my bad habits caught up with me so it's it's an ongoing process you can't and it's a common mistake and yes i did make that a mistake i'm admitting it now i was like oh i'm good i I lost a good amount of weight you put it back but 
it's always an ongoing thing. You'll always be working on it. That's the problem with anyone losing weight, myself included. You think once it's gone, you're good. No, it's ongoing. Well, this is why I tell people, don't, like, they ask me to train them and whatever, and I'm like, cool, but don't waste my time because if you're going to view it as, like, there's an end date, then you've already given up on yourself because fucking there's no end date. It's like this becomes a lifestyle or you're not into it. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. There, I don't give a fuck how big you get. Look at the size of me. I have to maintain that shit. Oh, yes. You can't just be like, okay, I reached my size. I'm done. So you know just as well as anybody else how much I have to eat, how much I have to fucking lift, and how fucking many hours I have to put into the gym. Yep. And how many reps and how many sets and how I got to constantly change it up to shock the system. And, you know, it all is maintenance. I have to sleep a certain amount to grow more i have to eat a certain amount to get bigger i have to eat a certain amount to maintain what i've got it's not easy man being you know a certain size so no and i know firsthand like because i've seen you train i've seen you eat Mm -hmm. but it goes to the rules for anyone if you want to maintain a certain level of physique you know, you have to keep that lifestyle. You didn't know me when I was 180, but you saw the pictures. I've seen pictures. And it's like, at 6'5 and 180, that's thin as shit. <laughs> yes, it is. And, and now where am I? Where am I now? Like You're like 265, damn near. Muscle, not fat. Big difference there. Yeah, so you know, like now I fucking lift whatever's not bolted to the floor. Mm-hmm. And it's like night and day when you compare the two pictures. Yeah, and hell, you could probably lift my car off the ground if you wanted to. <laughs> I had a listener in Kansas message me to say, I saw your pictures, and I just wanted to say, holy shit, your arms are, like, bigger than my thighs. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, my gosh. But it it's true, and I've seen, like, a lot of pictures, like, of you at uh, 180 pounds maybe less and i was like my god is this the same person it's really hard to believe i was ever you know uh that size but once i fucking one day i went into a gym and i lifted some heavy shit and i never put it down since well i mean hey same for myself like um you've seen me when i was actually close to my heavy yep. and you've seen pictures when i was at my lowest well, i fucking trained you and so. you trained me to help me get back to where i was but it's funny how we can change but mind you when i was at my lowest i got really sick so and i couldn't eat so uh, that didn't help that was unnatural that was unnatural way not i'm not promoting please don't do that if you get sick it happens but age is a big factor. I was in my early 20s at that time. And I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to reveal my age, you know, woman with that nonsense. But I'm 29. I'm going to be 30 next year. So, and like you told me, I need to consider my metabolism. It is not the same as it was when I was younger. But unfortunately, I'm guilty of this. And I know a lot of people are too. We cling to our youth and think we can do the same shit that we could do when we were younger. And then I come along and I put my size 14 foot up your ass and I trained you and you lost 45 pounds. Mm -hmm. So it is what it is. You it, know it can be done. You know what needs to be done. Absolutely. So slowly working to get back on track and, you know, keep that lifestyle. Smarten my ass up. I personally find cutting phase when i'm cutting body fat is so much easier than bulking phase when i have to put on muscle mass and forcing yourself to eat you said that's that the biggest part that's the chore i love lifting shit but <laughs> forcing myself i love food but when i have to fucking eat because i have to 
it, it's a chore. It becomes a chore. Like mentally, I rebel against it. I'm <laughs> like, I don't feel like this. This like, I, it feels like a job now. It, uh, Brianna fucking laughed the one time. I um, I know it sounds really stupid. It's because I say stupid shit, and it's really for her entertainment. But um, I, it's, you know, partly serious at this point. I was so tired of eating. I, I w- was making a smoothie uh, for my morning meal. And she was like, you're, you're having a smoothie for your breakfast instead of, like, making your usual eggs and whatever. And I was like, I am in no mood to chew my food. I have to be in the mood to chew my food. <laughs> and right now my heart's just not in it, so I'm going to drink it. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Did you, <laughs> and it's it's true. Cooking and, like, prep work alone is a pain in the ass. It really is. Like, it gets monotonous eating the same fucking thing all the time. And then, the, like I said, the prep. And if you're and like me... The kitchen's a disaster. I hate doing dishes, and it's like you're like fuck me. I have to wash it's, this it's pan. Always, it's always something. It's it's something. It's a pain. So it's like pros or cons. But it's just funny when you force you think, and it, that's a common misconception. I did have the misconception like, oh, eating is easy, but no. When you're not, you're full, your body's like no more. It's like no, no, you have to. Not to the point of being sick, though. Okay, but you don't understand when you're at 265 lifting every day. Like, you wake up, and the first thing you have to do is make a six-egg omelet and two cups of oats. And, you know, then you're, like, protein smoothies and whatever. It's a lot of shit to consume the second you wake up. It or, is. Or, like, the first hour that you're awake or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, man. But in in order to be able to lift what I do... In the gym, I need that energy. Yes, and isn't it true when you wake up, your metabolism's the highest. And if you skip a meal, like, you know, anyone goes, like breakfast, I'm a big believer in that. And because, like you said, you have to get that meal within that hour time frame, you're going to do yourself harm. Well, actually, that's not quite necessarily how that works. Um, When you first wake up, if you get like 20 grams or so of protein in your system right away, that actually kickstarts your metabolism and it gets your metabolism burning like a furnace. Yeah, so if you do that consistently, it's actually a really good practice. Mm -hmm. Um, But you do need your carbs as well. Mm -hmm. You have to replenish what you lost during sleep. You know what I mean? And people don't realize when you're resting, you're burning a ton of calories. Because your your, uh, organs need to function, they need calories to function. Uh, any kind of muscle repair and growth needs to take calories to do so. Uh, so you torch a lot of that stuff that you've eaten uh, while you sleep. So, um, but we're getting way off track here. Uh, New Year's, I'm not looking forward to that like influx of people in the gym. That's for damn sure. Yep. Uh, that's going to drive me nuts. I. It's not that I don't like y'all. It's just like shit man you'll see these people that show up and they'll have like six friends with them only one of them is actually working out but they'll hover around equipment and get in your way and it's so annoying or they they, it's not their lifestyle so they'll sit on a piece of equipment with their phone out for a good 30 minutes Mm -hmm. and you're sitting there like seriously i could be doing something right now but i can't until you get the fuck out of my way you know, I hate that shit. Yeah, and I know myself, I hate usually asking someone if they're done because I don't want to look, like, pushy. Yeah, you don't want to rush people, especially when they're in the middle of, like... A set. A set, and they're, like, recovering before the next set. I get that. 
but you can usually tell who that applies to and who's just really fucking camping out mm-hmm. and it's really annoying and there's people that you could tell they never lift a fucking thing a day in their life they do it one day and they sit on the equipment taking pictures for their fucking instagram like Ugh. come on dude yeah, with the hashtags like New Year, New Me. Oh, God, that's so annoying. It's it's nauseating. It is, because it's all bullshit. And it's like, dude, just stop. Fucking, I get it, but let's just be honest with ourselves. How do most people fucking finish out each year? The same way they did, you know, previously. Thank God that year's over. Fuck that. Start over. I get the excitement of wanting to start fresh, but... At the same time, if you've never stuck to it before, you're probably not going to now. Something has to change, and it's your mentality. Mm -hmm. It's not the fucking calendar. It's the mentality. So what are you planning for New Year's? What the fuck do you have planned that you intend to commit to? Um, Like I said, taking my health way more seriously. Um, I actually, like I said... I went way off track. I did put on weight, and I'm very unhappy with that. And I have my 30th birthday coming up in November. So, and I'm planning to have an operation. So, I just want to take care of myself and do better for myself and make my body healthier. I don't want to go into 30 and feeling like a bag of shit. I'm going to work out more. (laughs) Like you don't already, sir. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if that's humanly possible you might as well just get a, ask the gym for a room i'm gonna do like an eight hour shift of working out now instead of four. Oh my gosh um <laughs> no honestly though that that's it's pretty accurate i mean i've been just really pushing myself further than i normally go mm-hmm. and i don't know how the fuck i do that considering you've seen it yourself i max out every fucking machine i touch and i'm not saying that to like you know, blow smoke, I'm fucking, you've seen it. There's videos of it. Mm-hmm. So. I witnessed um, it. So. so so now I do more reps, and I'm trying to, like, shape my body more, and I've fucking been seeing a huge difference. So. um, I have, too, and you've been learning a lot of new ways and methods to keep yourself motivated yeah, and push further. Yeah, it keeps it interesting. Well, you actually introduced me to a really neat um method to help improve your workouts and it was from good old Seamus that was funny yeah that was a fun game dude it was fun like I highly recommend it I would I'm dying to try that again like using a dice app even though let's face it some apps are garbage and this one we noticed was bugging um and just rolling the dice to determine how many sets you do how many sets and how many reps yeah so you roll the dice twice the first number you get is how many sets you have to do and then the second time you roll it, that's the number of how many reps you have to do. And since I was doing this at the end of the workout, I was like, okay, fuck the sets. We're going to do a set each time. But the dice are going to determine how many reps you do. And if you get a bullshit fucking number, then do pause reps where you're holding that weight. Time under tension is so important. So if you get a bullshit number, just hold it for a few seconds while your muscles are trying to let it go. Just keep fucking holding it. And uh, it was so much fun, man. It was. I really enjoyed that. And if you're like me, I was in such a good spot and just so pumped. And it just helped drive me. If I didn't like the number, we were getting like twos and threes, like low numbers. I said, no, no, no. Roll this again. I want a higher number. Yeah, I know it's considered cheating, but it just made me want to aim higher. It's not really cheating if you're pushing yourself to actually work harder. Yeah, I wasn't using that as an excuse. If like, you got like a fucking six and you're like, no, no, I want something like two reps to do, 
then that's fucking cheating. So, but the thing is, like I said, I'm trying to aim higher. Well, that's just it. That's the important thing. Um, but honestly, for New Year's, like, when I do say I'm going to do something, I fucking, like, everything changes. I change my mindset. I change the way I view things. I get real optimistic because I know at the end of the day, anything I'm not happy with, it's on me to fix it. Mm-hmm. And I know I can. Yeah. So I have nothing to be fucking, you know, pessimistic about. I'm just like, all right, no excuses. You committed to something. Eight fucking years ago, I decided for New Year's I was quitting smoking, and I've never touched cigarettes since. Mm-hmm. And I don't miss it. No. You know, once I say I'm doing something, best fucking believe it's going to happen. So don't challenge him. If you want him to do something, you better be ready for it, because he'll do it. Well, it's a mentality you have to have, though. Absolutely. No one's going to come along and magically change what you're not happy about in your life. That's on you. So if I fucking, you know, uh, want to be in a different type of shape, for me personally, I was always like, you know, fucking in the last several years, big muscular motherfucker, but I was like, man, I don't like that puffy kind of look, so I'm going to fucking carve some shit out, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And I, I switched up my routine, and now fucking my shoulders are like mountains, and fucking my chest is bulged the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm getting the, the shapes and the definition I want, and I'm fucking working on my core even more. And, you know, come cutting phase, everything's going to be fucking where I want it to be. And I love it, because every day you walk out of that gym exhausted and drained, but you know damn well you did what most people won't. You went in and you pushed yourself and you know how easy it was in there to tell yourself to fucking take it easy or, you know, okay, that that's good enough. And I, I just, I don't know, I don't fucking feel it is good enough until I can't do no motherfucking more. Yeah, that's the best way to be. And you taught me that, thankfully. I mean, when I got into, like, going to the gym and exercising... It was when I went to college. I mean, I did go when I was about 16, 17, but I was just so misguided. I had no friggin' idea. I saw your routine, and it was pitiful. It was a joke, and I, I'm ashamed to admit I went that long doing what I did. It's, it's bad. You were setting your money on fire at that point. I was, and, you know, it just didn't really have anyone to guide me in that, and it's sad. I think that's why a lot of people give up, because... They don't have guidance. They go in there, and let's face it, yeah, you have personal trainers at gym, but some it's at the gyms. But sometimes it's like, do you really want to be taking advice from them? No offense, but I've seen some, and I'm like, mm, that's not what I want to look like. You're not really the model of health that appeals to me how I want my body to be. And it's so fucking overpriced, it's unreal. It is, and let's face it, a lot of people unfortunately don't have money to throw around like that, and you know. It's 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 really sad. And I, I train people for free. I know, and it's like it's rare to find people that w- are willing to do it for free that actually give you correct information that's effective. I've heard the most ignorant shit though from people. Well, that uh, this is what I hate because you know me. I love to help people. Yeah. So I will train somebody if they're serious and they want to get you know in better shape and take their health seriously. And so I I fucking have made it known to people I will train them for free. And this is the bullshit they hit me with. The excuses is I don't want to go to the gym because there's people there. Well, it's a public place, so... Yeah, that tends to happen. 
But yet you can go to fast food joints where there's people there. You can go to grocery stores and buy all the crap that puts you out of shape in the first place. And there's people there. That doesn't bother you. But then when it comes to the fucking gym. And then my favorite is I don't know how to eat clean. I don't know what clean foods are. Okay, well, you have fucking access to the internet for every other fucking thing under the sun. You can't look that shit up? No, it's... Like, really? I mean, hey. Every fucking excuse, anything that I said, there was an excuse. So I was like, okay, we're done here. Yep. Don't waste my time. And be frank, if you're thinking what's clean, here's a start. Don't eat anything that's fried or served to you under two minutes, um, like McDonald's, for instance. That's a good start. I try to avoid that at all costs. Like, I'll eat it, but it's very rare. Maybe once every couple months, if even. And the thing is, too, I feel like shit after. Well, yeah, and there's a reason for that. Your body's trying to tell you something. Yeah, so, and it's like... I don't like this, so I just try to steer clear as much as possible. Like I said, I love helping people. I'll train people for free. I won't take a cent. All I ask from them is that you come in, you give me your best. You fucking take it seriously. And that's all I want. And I think that's a fair enough payment, if you ask me. All I want is, my payment is you leave healthy. When it's all said and done and you don't need my help anymore because you know what you're doing, and it's a way of life, then my payment is you're healthy. And that's good enough for me, man. Mm-hmm. But there's people that, you know, give you every excuse. So why go out of your way to come to me? I don't push my fucking services on nobody. I've got enough shit on my plate, man. I don't need to volunteer myself to fucking do things for other people oh, if yeah. they're going to waste my time and they're not serious. So why come to me and then everything I say that you don't like, you're going to give me an excuse why you can't do it. It's it's, it's so stupid. It, it's frustrating, honestly. It is, and it's insulting to you, and it's inconsiderate of your time. Well, what it does is it takes time away and my attention away from people that really do want my help, that are serious, and they're ready to commit to whatever, and here I am while they're looking for answers. I'm busy with somebody who's not serious. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that focus and time could have been answering these people a little more promptly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And quicker, and fucking, it just, I don't know, man. It kind of gets you... To a point where you don't really trust people too much anymore. It's like, you know, uh, you just feel like I won't be seeing them twice. You know what I mean? Exactly. When they come back and they want more, it's like, okay, cool. You know, good for you for really pushing yourself because you have to get tired of not being where you want to be. So uh, for me, for New Year's, another fucking promise I'm making for myself personally is just pay more attention to red flags when it comes to meeting people and, you know, yep. what type of people I let into my inner circle because people are fucking shady. Yep, and unfortunately you've been burned quite a bit this past year by people Yep. with their false intentions. Oh, I know, it's terrible. It, it's awful, you know, and like... I've seen it too, and you think, wow, this person's great, and then you really see what their true colors are, and you're Mm -hmm. like, oh. And it's so disheartening. I think it's like one of the worst letdowns when you believe something, and someone is who you think they are, but they're really not. It's all an illusion. It's so sad. I hate that. My personal favorite is like that facade of like, oh, my little hobby business is what pays for the roof over my head. Yeah, your your house that is owned uh, is not paid for by your little hobby. 
It's probably paid for by the husband that works out of province that you claim you don't have. How about that? Mm. Fact. Right. So there's that. So peace out. Just be honest. Yeah, you know. So I don't play that shit. So it's like, all right, you're you're gone. Mm-hmm. And then the other with the uh, my ex is this and my ex is that. My ex is a psychopath and did this and did that. Next thing you know, bam, back together. Of course. Wow. Mm, Classy. So... Oh boy. I just wish people would keep their kids off the fucking internet. Like, stop showing pictures of your kids to, like, random dudes that you don't even know. Yeah, that's not very smart. I don't have children. I know I've said this before, but I wouldn't be posting it all. There's a lot of disgusting people out there, and the internet is a dangerous place. And you never know who the fuck you're really talking to. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have no fucking idea. Like, I'm sorry, but the only people that are interested are usually, like, if they have some sort of relation with them, like... Be frank, I only really care about people's kids that are ha- I have some sort of like tie to, like my close friends or like my cousin's kids or whatever. That I care about, but it's like when it's a complete stranger or, you know, an acquaintance and it's constant like down yeah. my throat, down my throat. It's like, oh my God, I don't care. I want to also shoot to uh, spend even less fucking time on social media than I already do. Um... I have to probably agree with that. I just was saying to you the other day, I'm just like, the stuff that just shows up on my news feed, not just... It's pers- just infuriating. Just news of the world and that. It's and depressing. Just, it, it's so depressing. Like, oh my God. Like, I know I mentioned something, and it's just like, I hate seeing the same thing, like, rehashed over and over. And it's like, it's just showing me how bad this world's gotten to be. Like, people are just overly sensitive. And I know. It, I don't want to get into that fucking rabbit hole because it always leads down to the same bullshit. Everybody knows how fucking se- overly sensitive people are. Yep. So, I agree. I'm kind of like... I notice I'm not hanging out on, like, my Facebook as much and that. And it's like, sometimes I say I feel better for that because... There's that shit today that drove me fucking nuts, too. It's like somebody posting a picture of, oh, I'm playing this game with my kid... Okay, cool. Why the fuck does the world need to see a picture of it? Why is your phone your top priority if you're supposed to be playing with your kid? Why not make them your fucking priority? Why fucking sit there and respond to every comment you get on this picture rather than giving that child your undivided attention like you need validation as a fucking parent? Yeah, I mean... Why do people need a a fucking... Approval. Like some kind of reward for being a fucking parent doing what you should do? I really don't know, but it's just, it's such a common thing these days. Like, I, we're so glued to our phones, and we have to, like, take photographic evidence of everything. Like, I know, like, oh, I'm playing with my kid. Are oh, you, I took Are my... you? Are you really? Because it looks like you're fucking around on your phone. Yeah, or, oh, I took my kid here, or I did this, and it's like, okay, like... Good it, for you. Good for you, I mean, fuck. Strangers don't care. <laughs> like seriously but then it's don't. like you said it takes undivided attention away from the child right and then but what does it show the child now what what habits are they going to fucking view as normal so when they have kids they're going to fucking have their face buried in their phone because that's what you did exactly and it's like you know i'm thankful for when i grew up <laughs> that there was no friggin' cell phones i mean there was like those giant bricks <laughs> but at least fuck oh my god but as i was saying though it's like any pictures it was like special occasions when like my mom like oh look i'm playing dolls with my daughter so give me praise well fuck when i was a kid my old man's idea of spending time with me was a punch to the back of the fucking head so (laughs) didn't matter if there was a phone or not (laughs) 
But from it. like I was saying, they people didn't need this validation and like I know evidence. it's stupid. It's like fucking who cares? Nobody does, honestly. You know what I'm saying? Like people that are just as bored as you are are going to comment, but they don't really give a fuck. You know what I mean? And now the, you're distracted by their stupid comments and have to respond to every one rather than fucking giving your child your time. Exactly. And then it's like you said, that poor child is like, well, I guess that piece of metal and glass is more important than me. Right. And then you want to parade around on fucking social media like the parent of the year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I fucking, I don't know, man. Uh, and I... I Oh, sorry. I was gonna say, I I really believe. I think it's leading to a lot of like behavioral problems in kids. These of course, days. it is because they want fucking attention. They're not getting. It is, and it's sad. I've heard of like real life st- people that I know that use TV or the phone or the tablet as babysitters, and it's interfering with behaviors and development of critical life skills. Of course, I was actually appalled to hear that they don't teach cursive writing anymore in school, and kids are too busy tapping screens and not actually picking up a crayon or a marker and drawing and learning to write yeah creativity is kind of becoming a thing of the past unfortunately it is but like i said critical life skills like you're not always going to be able to type stuff out you're going to have to use a pencil or a pencil and write shit well signing checks i'm pretty sure so a lot of people like what's a check younger people but yes that or in my job i have to initial things and sign things daily it's part of my job i can't be like i don't know how it's ridiculous it's i don't get it like the world's going fucking ass backwards i think it is and it's like but the more technology progresses the more people digress it is it's it's true and but my god like you said like i think everybody but you know myself included i want to kind of put the phone down more and stay away from all that crap good i think everybody should that, I don't know. I, I mean, like, I don't fucking talk to people anyway. Unless it's, like, my fans, then I'm always open to talk to them. But, mm-hmm. like, you know, it, it's funny to me. There's all these people that call themselves your friends and whatever. But it's, like, they always seem to act like you owe them your attention. And it's, like, you don't support fucking anything I do. You don't listen to the show. You don't fucking buy shit from my clothing line. Things like that. But yet you think I owe you my attention at the drop of a hat? Really? And there's a lot of fucking females, dude. I hate to say it, but... And I'm not talking in general. I'm talking about people that I know. So I don't want any listeners to get all upset. But there's too many fucking females that I know that are involved that seem to fucking constantly need my attention on the regular, like fucking daily, several times a day. And it's like, I'm busy. I'm doing shit. So Mm -hmm. I don't respond. And they don't fucking stop. And they blow up my shit regardless of the fact that in the last fucking like seven days they haven't gotten a response and still messaging me and it's like if your man's not giving you the kind of attention you need get a better one yeah and it's like my god you're not their boyfriend so like that's not normal you know what i mean it's like you don't listen to my shit you don't support anything i do but you don't mind taking free shit from me and you constantly fucking feel the need to message me like I owe you my attention, like I don't have a life, like I don't have all this other shit going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like people get too comfortable, I think. Yep. Uh, or they're just 
out for themselves is clearly what you're describing. And, and what can you do for me? And anybody can say that I sound like I'm being a dick or whatever, but until you're in that spot where like every fucking moment your phone goes off, you can guess who it is and you're right nine times out of ten, it gets fucking annoying well, real quick. Yep. I mean, or it's like, you're like, oh, fuck, not this person again. Yeah, dude. And it's like, you know, my assistant will fucking deal with it and be like, hey, you know, dude's busy. And, oh, cool. And then... Hours later. Literally next day, same shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, really? Hey, and it's like, you know, just give the person space. I mean, I think my friends know this. Like, you know, I don't really bug them or talk and that. They'll hear from me once in a while. It's not that I have a problem with you. It's just I know... We're all busy. Like, one of my close friends just had a baby boy in August, and I'm not going to bombard her every day and be like, give me attention, give me attention. She has her own life. She has a son to take care of. So, you know, but it's like people don't consider people's lives. Is it just me, or is it like the more someone pushes themselves on you, the less I personally want to have to do with them? Like, the less I want to talk to you now. Mm-hmm. I think so, but... And again, I was going to say, it makes you look desperate. Like, like, like get a job. Get a hobby. For Christ's sake. I am, like, one of those people where I will feel terrible if I'm so busy I can't respond to your message right away. But if, like, in the next day or so I'm still busy and then you start blowing up my shit, now I don't feel bad about it. Now I really just don't fucking want to talk to you at all. Mm Mm-hmm. Is that just me? Um, No. I don't think so. I don't like people forcing themselves on me. It's it's unnatural. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, fuck. Some days I just don't have anything to say. I'm like that too. Sometimes I'm mentally just burnt out with everything I got on my plate. I got a fucking show to do. I've got a business to fucking do things for. I mean, good lord, I don't talk to my own mother every day. It's like, you know, and it's just like I I said, you said, I don't have anything to talk about. Like, nothing exciting happened to me, and it's just like, you get busy with your own stuff. So, like, relax. It's not ones being rude. It's just like, you need you time. Right. So I think, like, come the new year, I'm probably going to end up cutting my fucking friends list down to, like, four people. (laughs) Wait, am I on this list? <laughs> we'll see. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> you keep bringing me food like you did. Oh, <laughs> well, I'll go tell my coworkers, especially, you know, the one. You yeah, know, get, break that casserole again. Yes, <laughs> dude. That yes. was good protein, man. Oh, my goodness. I I got to get that recipe. So, <laughs> you know, if you listen, I know you listen to this podcast, so you know who you are. Yeah, shout I out to that her, recipe. dude. Thank you. That was so good. Yes. I didn't know she listens to this, but oh, I appreciate she does, it. But I think it was actually her boyfriend that made it, but still. Still. Shout out to both of you then. Thank, yeah. That was so good. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Like, that was really cool. Absolutely. Like, I didn't expect anything, man, but, you know, when people hook me up with shit, I'm like, yeah, buddy. Hey, why not? It was I'm a- usually the one hooking people up with shit, so it's kind of weird to get something. Well, hey, I had my fair share, and I just felt like just sharing the love. That's cool, man. So any any podcast host, anyone in radio right now, man, if your producer doesn't hook you up with free food and shit, then I'm sorry, but I automatically have the best fucking producer ever. Blue's number one. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so I fucking, I don't know, man. 2020, uh, we all got improvement things that, you know, shit that we can improve on. Mm-hmm. We all got room for improvement. Absolutely. So I don't know. I feel like. Uh, you know, part of me wants to say, like, maybe I'll try to be a little more social 
with you know certain people but i think i know that's bullshit <laughs> i don't <laughs> oh, fucking th- yeah i don't see that happening successfully you gonna come out from your gym rock and come see the world <laughs> no i'm gonna do my show i'm gonna hit the gym and you know that's basically it oh well, there's nothing wrong with that but one thing you did mention to me the problem with you know everyone's like new year's resolution new year's and that they're like oh no bad things no sadness and that unfortunately we can't avoid that it's how you handle things it's how you react to things honestly absolutely you know in a perfect world i'm sure we'd all love where there's no death no sickness no hardship but it's like you said it's how you cope right and you know trust me i know a thing or two about loss (sighs) and Mm -hmm. still you know it's like i'm still here i have to fucking be the best version of myself possible Exactly. When I look in a mirror, I want to be fucking impressed with what I see, not disgusted. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And I do it for my damn self. And here's the problem I find with New Year's resolutions is a lot of people's attitude when they tell you about them. And they're not gung-ho about it. They talk about it like it's a chore. They talk about it like it's an upcoming dentist appointment that they're not looking forward to. Yeah, or it's just trivial. You know, well, I think they really talk about it like, man, I'm not looking forward to this. I don't want to do this shit. Well, then you've already decided you're not going to stick to it. Exactly. You don't want to change. Like, it should be like, you should feel positive and not feel like you said, it's a trip to the dentist or God knows what, the doctor to get your prostate exam. (laughs) It's it's like anything. You're not going to quit smoking if you don't truly want to. I don't care, maybe you'll quit for two weeks, but if you don't truly want to be done with it, you're not going to be. You'll find any excuse to go back to it. I know this. I've failed in the past before I finally successfully quit because I was fed up with it. You're not going to quit drinking too much or whatever the fuck if you don't truly want to. Nobody bickering at you is going to make you do something you don't want to do. That's that's so true, and I learned that in the past. I think I just pissed off the person even further. Right. You're not going to lose weight unless you truly want to. Because, trust me, the commitment that it takes to fucking do that, and the amount of time, because it don't happen overnight... Nope. You're gonna fucking have to want it bad enough to to do that hard shit and, you know, stick to it. So, whatever you choose to do, I would focus less on announcing it to fucking everybody, and... Keep it to yourself. Work on fucking, like, getting in the mindset of, like, I, I really want to do this. Exactly. It'll make it easier in the end because, like, if you have something positive to focus on, then, you know, everything you do is a step in that direction. You start to really get excited about it, I think. Absolutely. So, you know, I'm not saying, you know, don't tell people because nobody gives a fuck or anything like that. I'm not being a dick. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, you know, sometimes if you announce it to people, you put a lot of pressure on yourself. Mm-hmm. For some people, that's great, because then it's like, you know, I'm not going to let people fucking say, I told you so. Mm-hmm. For me, that's what worked really well. Exactly. You don't want to give them the satisfaction. Right. So I never fucking failed at quitting, you know, when it came to quitting smoking. I was like, I'm done. People are like, yeah, good luck with that. I was like, now you just decided for me that I officially quit, because I ain't going to let you fucking say, I told you so. Mm-hmm. So I quit, and I never looked back. Um but for other people, it's just like a lot of pressure. It and, is. And then they cave because they put a lot of pressure on themselves. And stress. And they'll have that negativity around them where people want to see you fail. Because you're going to you know, succeed somewhere where they didn't. And then they're going to feel a certain way about themselves. And they don't want that. So they want to fucking see you fail. And if you can pick up on that and you can sense that, sometimes it, it fucks with your head and then you slip up. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, or it makes you doubt yourself sometimes. Yeah. So it depends what type of personality you have. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like you said, don't maybe advertise it and be so cocky about it or unsure. But in the end, you got to think, Am I, do, is this what I really, really want? Am I doing this for myself? Am I doing it to gain the approval of others? If you're going to announce it and be cocky about it, be cocky as fuck. To the point where there's no way that you want anyone to get the joy of seeing you fail. <laughs> so that way you have to you succeed now. You have to pull it off because you were such a cocky prick about it that people are just dying to see you fail and you know the backlash when you do mm-hmm. is going to be epic. So oh yeah, like, let that be your motivator. You know, trial by fire, right? Like baptism by fire, just fucking... No way now can I look back and say, okay, maybe this isn't for me because everyone's waiting for me to fail. Uh-huh. So they could be like, hi, remember how fucking cocky you were, you dick? You know? Exactly. Don't give them the joy, man. Pull it off. Be confident. If you get, Don't just play cocky. Fucking be that confident in yourself because you can do whatever the fuck you push yourself to do. And that's the one thing about the gym that I find is if you stop telling yourself you can't do something and just go for it, you'd be amazed at what you can fucking do. You can be, you know, you can pull through some shit. You'd be amazed at what you can get past when you stop listening to your mind and start doing what the body's capable of. Mm -hmm. So, you know, fucking take the doubt away from yourself. Absolutely. And... That is so true. Like you said, you take away the thoughts of, I can't. You can be amazed what you can do. And I started to do that. When I, like, I'm going to go back to when you first started training me. I kept putting this, I can't, I can't. But then you told me to stop that shit. Yep. And I fucking did. And I realized what potential I have and that I can do it. You remember my leg press with, like, uh, at the time it was 630 pounds. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, well, it was like a squat press. Yeah. And you're like, can you fucking do that? Seriously? You can do that much weight? And I, what did I fucking say? You said, I am going to do it now. I said, my body's got two choices. Either fold up like a fucking accordion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or do this successfully. Balls in your court. The body's job is to protect itself. Yep. So naturally, when I don't give it a choice, it doesn't matter what the mind is saying. The body's going to do what it has to do to protect itself. And did I or did I not successfully do that weight? You fucking did it well. So, you know, if I looked at that weight and said, well, I've never done that much before at that time. That was a new weight for me. Uh, I'm past that now. But it's, you know, fucking one of those things where it's like if I was to look at that weight and say, because I've never done it before, I can't do it. Guess what? You've decided that. So the the second it's challenging, you're going to fucking say, nope, can't do it, because you've already decided that. Yep. Fuck that. I I was like, I don't have a choice. I'm either going to get terribly injured here, or I'm going to succeed. Mm Mm-hmm. And I know that it's in my body's best interest to succeed, so my body fucking powered through. Yep. And bam, next thing you know, I'm doing even more. So, (laughs) I love it. Absolutely. And just, man, the personal satisfaction you get when you do something that you think you couldn't do it's like one of the best feelings in the world do i or do i not lift like stupid amounts of weight yes you do repetitiously yes you do and not tire myself out yep and it's partly frustrating but it's also kind of (laughs) cool 
You know what I mean? It's, but, it's fun to watch, I'm going to admit. I love watching it. It's just amazing. But am I not always challenging myself regardless? Yes, you are. Like I said, I mentioned the dice thing. That was something new. You figured to try and challenge yourself to do. What about our, squ- our squat competition? Oh, yes. <laughs> Motherfucker. Okay. You hate leg day. I know you do. You're starting to love it. But, you know, you're not. it's not one of your favorite days. But it's my favorite day. This motherfucker does like an eighth of the weight that I do. I'm doing hundreds upon hundreds of fucking pounds. And she's doing what she can. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let's do this. Competition. For whatever reps you do, I have to do more. <laughs> and anyone that knows me knows that I'm so competitive. Oh my god, yes. I will fucking die before I will be beaten. Mm-hmm. If I'm still breathing, I'm not done. Because you're not doing more than me. Yep. And at the where we left it, you tapped out. You're like, okay, when I beat you, the amount you did was fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. So I ended up having to do 45 reps of like hundreds of fucking pounds of squatting. Just to fucking beat your personal best. Yep. And while I was catching my breath, I asked you, you still want to fucking go for more? And you tapped out. You're like, no, I can't do fucking more than 45. So I lived to see another day. (laughs) I was fucking drained at that point. Oh, my God. But it was so much fun. Probably one of the best leg days I've had in a long time at that point. Mm -hmm. Because the challenge was so good. Oh, I love being pushed to my limits, man. And, you know, I had to, like, literally when I was done, I had to, like, hunch over on a fucking uh, calf machine, calf raise machine, and catch my breath, and my Mm. heart was pounding, and I felt like I was either going to puke or pass out or both or die or some fucking shit. Oh, my God. But uh, it was good, man. I really appreciated that. Mm -hmm. And so did I. And that night too, I remember because the gym where we were at, the, it's up. The weights are upstairs, so going down those stairs was not fun. That's the worst. Fuck those stairs. Oh my god! Yeah, they have an elevator, but it's only for people that do need it. So, yeah. so whoever designed those stairs, your mom's a hoe. Oh. <laughs> Let's just face it, I had to grab onto that damn rail or I thought my legs were going to collapse like Bambi learning how to walk. Let me rephrase that. Your mom's a lovely lady except for on my leg days and I have to go down those stairs. On those days, your mom's a hoe. So do you want to like buy her a nice seafood dinner and never call her again? That's exactly what I want to do. Okay. <laughs> That's exactly what I want to do. Fuck me. <laughs> it's like walking on jello going down the stairs after a brutal leg day. And if you don't feel that way, you didn't do it right. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, that's like one of the best feelings. Like you said, it feel, it's terrible when you do it, but it's like when you look at the stairs and you're like, yeah, I know this is going to suck. You know you did something right. And those are like the best damn workouts. Well, I was talking to someone the other day about my workouts and it was like, fucking, what do you do? Like, fucking, they saw the picture, the comparison picture, and they're like, dude, you fucking, people are going to think you ate the 80, you know, the 180 pound you. You know <laughs> He might have. Spoiler alert. And, you know, fucking suggesting that I, you know, they said that I throw grizzly bears at other grizzly bears for sport. (laughs) Why is this not an Olympic sport? You know you take home the gold medal. Yeah, and they get mad every time I say I'm going to the gym to do chest day or whatever. They're like, yeah, because your fucking chest needs to get bigger. (laughs) Or I talk about doing squats because, you know, fucking I said it increases your strength. And like, yeah, because you need to get fucking stronger. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm never going to be done. Yep. 
<laughs> when they throw fucking dirt on my ass and I'm dead and gone, then that's when the fuck I'll stop. But otherwise, this is a way of life for me. This is what I love. This is fucking therapy to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's your happy place, man. Yeah, dude. So next year is gonna be no different, mm-hmm. except I'm gonna like step it up. I'm gonna do the things I wouldn't normally do. So, you know, all the shit that I hate, basically, I'm going to do it a little more. (laughs) Honestly, I think it's so important to callous your mind. Do something that sucks every day. Every fucking day, do one thing that people would not volunteer to do. And that way, when life throws shit at you, you're mentally tough enough to handle it. People are too fucking soft these days, man. Some people, you know? Yeah. Everything is the worst day of their fucking life. You know what I mean? You got a paper cut. Worst fucking day of your life. Mm. Really? Come on, guys. Oh, and that's not for all these people. Like, they're, they know. I'm, when I talk to my listeners, man, they know that when I say this kind of shit, it's because they know somebody that's like that. Yeah. It, we all do, right? Mm-hmm. So, everyone's so, you know, everyone knows someone that's so fucking dramatic about oh, the stupidest my gosh. shit. You know? Yep, everything. It's like as if it's they're the only person in this whole world right. that it's happened to. Right. And it's like, dude, there's people that are going through so much worse, and you're complaining to them about your fucking, you know. Eh. I don't know why people make everything a competition either. Like, fucking. <laughs> you know? Like, oh, this shitty thing happened to you? Well, I this happened to me. Yep, I I can definitely. Sorry, why I'm going going on here. We both know someone, and I'm not gonna mention it, but it's just like everyone yeah, has know, to one up. I know, I know, but but you know. you're right. It just seems like people these days are just so competitive, and they have to make it seem worse. Oh, I than know. It really is. And it's like, that doesn't make their fucking struggles like less important. You know what I mean? Oh well, yeah. You know. It, it's stupid to me. It's just like some people just they have nothing going on, so they have to find petty shit to like make into a big dramatic production. And then there's people that really do go through some shit, and then someone else will try to one up them and be like, "Oh well, I did this, and it's much worse." And it's fuck off, mm-hmm. you know. Like I I don't know why people do that. If I'm attention, if I'm personally like grieving over something, I don't want you to come and give me your story about. Um, you know, how you were in that spot at some point or another, because that's depressing. Like if I'm already fucking grieving, I don't want people throwing depressing shit at me, you know, to to, add fuel to the fire. Right. You know, I I don't want to now be depressed about how you went through some hard shit that, you know, now I feel bad for you as well. Yeah. I would rather you hit me with something positive. (laughs) You know what I mean? Exactly. Personally. You know, I, I love that people can relate and whatever, and I know that's usually the intention, but mm-hmm. sometimes I just want to hear something positive so I can kind of get out of my funk, right? Absolutely. So, I don't know, maybe in the next year, I'm going to kind of be selective about who I associate with on that level as well, and, uh, you know, just kind of change my approach. Sometimes I probably could care a little more Mm -hmm. but it's hard man you get so much on your plate and it's just like man why does everybody come to me for this shit (laughs) you know yep but yet fucking you know they don't do shit to show that you know they got you and i hate that shit absolutely you know it's one-sided all the time and it's shitty it is i think it happens to people like you that are full of 
positive energy and are so caring people, or empathetic yes empathetic and people just want to take 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 and it's sad because to drain someone of that positive energy and good vibes right. it's just so sad brian is like i'm just gonna put a thing out on the show one day for like the listeners like anyone that wants to actually be your legit friend like <laughs> <laughs> you know taking applications i'm like that's so weird mm. she's like honestly like wherever you're finding these people it's not the right place yeah so maybe it's time to start you know it's it's funny it's just i don't know she's just playing with the fact that you know my fucking fan base i'm cool with everybody if i see you out and you want to come up and, you know, hell, when we go to the gym and shit, you see this, the respect I get from people that mm-hmm. I've never met before. And it's really cool, man. It is. And I'm never, like, a dick to anybody. I'll stop my workout and shoot the shit with them for mm-hmm. longer than I should. Mm-hmm. And then I make up for it. And I spend more time in the fucking gym to make up for all yeah. that time. But but you're never rude or turn anyone away. No, man. Why? You know, without supporters, I wouldn't be shit. Exactly. You know, and... It's just cool to get that respect from people, and you, you know, if you're training with me, you'll be like, "Do you know that person?" I'm like, no, <laughs> I have <laughs> no, no idea. Like, what? I have okay. No idea who they are, but it's cool, man, that they know who I am. And mm-hmm. It's nice, you know. Um, I'm not mad at that. No, not at all. I train it. Oh fuck me! <laughs> just pulled my own hair. Oh, stop um, that! I fucking. I train in Dartmouth, of course. I go to Good Life because I love it. Because I know so many people that work there. Mm-hmm. So it's just nice to kind of uh, see them and talk to them when I can and whatever. So, um, but yeah, it's uh, Penhorn, right? Yep. Yeah. So anytime, if you fucking think you saw me there, you, you did. probably did. Yeah, you did. You won't miss me. Trust me. So no. if you see me there, man, you want to say what's up? Feel free. Don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. And if I look fucking like super intense, it's because of the workout. I'm not pissed off at anybody at no, all. No, no. Uh, I know. I've seen people that kind of like commented on videos and shit are like man you're probably not very approachable in the gym are you because i look so pissed because i'm focused well yeah well i'm maxing out fucking you know tricep extensions and shit man the machine goes to you know a couple hundred pounds and i'm fucking maxing that out what am i supposed to be smiling like a fucking doofus (laughs) like it doesn't mean i'm mad at anybody dude if someone has to come up and say something to me i'm like hey what's up exactly so don't be afraid you know, I, I may look pissed off, but I assure you I'm not. Yeah. So. He's very friendly. Don't worry. It's the workout. It's not you. It's just, I get so focused. And I know some people are like, I don't want to bother you while you're working out. And it's like, there's no bother at all, dude. I love meeting people. That's mm-hmm. part of the fucking, like, reason I love this so much is meeting people and getting to know people and shit. It's really cool. Absolutely. It's one of the things I enjoy most about it. I get the most joy out of that. It's like getting to know new people. Exactly. And then when they ask you about your workout or actually look for uh, constructive criticism, it's great. Yeah, and we can bounce ideas off each other. Exactly. You know, and I learn from other people. Like, I've picked up a few things from some of the listeners and shit. And it's like, oh, that's cool, man. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do that from now on. And, you know, you switch it up, and it's really cool, man. So I really enjoy that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm not that unapproachable, I I assure you. I promise. He's not that scary. He may look it, but he's not, okay? <laughs> I'm not going to bite anyone's head off for, you know. I don't think any time is ever a bad time for me where, <laughs> like, I've been a, in such a mood where it's like, you know what, now's not the fucking time, or anything like that. Because, again, my personal shit 
is my personal shit. It's not the fans' fucking problem, so I wouldn't take it out on them. Exactly. So, you know, if anything, it'd make the day better, you know, mm-hmm. to have somebody come up and be like, hey, you know. Um, so, yeah, never be afraid to... Stop and say hello. Yeah, dude. I love it. That shit makes my day, actually, so... Absolutely. So, don't worry. And he's not going anywhere. He'll still be going to that gym. Yeah, for sure. I'm there every fucking day. Yeah, not switching gyms, not going nowhere. So, don't you worry. Yes, sir. And now with New Year's coming, we got a new season coming. Oh, yes. So, season two, I want to shoot for some things, too, and kind of switch things up a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh... Got some surprises coming for that, mm. and uh, it's going to be fun, man. Looking forward to it. I, I love that there's going to be a season two because people care so fucking much. I didn't expect thousands upon thousands of fucking listeners off the bat, mm-hmm. but here we are. Yep. So that's great, and I'm loving it. So I will continue season two better than ever. Uh, there's going to be more hilarious shit because mm-hmm. I'm an idiot. <laughs> you know, I think people thought, like, with the first few shows, because I was just doing dumb shit to prove a point, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, you got to have a sense of humor. And I think people thought the show was always going to be about that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that would get old so fast. But yeah. there will be more of it, for sure, because I got some stupid-ass ideas. <laughs> um that we find funny so Mm -hmm. why not exactly but hey i guess the listeners do find it funny as well because they keep coming back and thank you so much everyone to see in the analytics like a bunch of people still listening to like show one and things like that's really cool Mm -hmm. i I found it really weird we're getting close to christmas now and i'm still seeing like people listening to the halloween episodes Yeah. And I'm like, wow, some people just are like me. They can't let it go. (laughs) October's long gone, and I I just can't get over it. Exactly. I'm not done with it yet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm going to get into a few different things for season two. I want to do some, like, movie reviews and shit for season two, Mm. uh, because the new Halloween will be out. Oh, yes. Uh, I want to review that, because it's one of my favorite movies Mm -hmm. ever, so hopefully it's as good as they're making it seem. Oh, yeah. A bunch of shit, man. Um, I also want to give a shout out to a dude who blew my mind the other day. Before I forget about this poor cat, because I did tell him I'd give him a shout out. Um, I want to have people check this guy out, because it'll blow your mind. If you happen to be um, in any way, shape, or form a Nightmare on Elm Street fan then you need to see this cat's work. Oh, yes. Um, he does a bunch of, like, makeup effects and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And um, yep. he's so good, dude. Like, uh, I was floored. Um, yeah, you actually showed me, and I was like, I thought it was Robert England. I truly did, and when I found out it wasn't. I was like, oh, my goodness. So his name is Paul Bailey. And he's on Facebook, he's on Instagram, uh, he's based in Texas, I believe, and um, this guy's got a bunch of cool videos of him as Freddy Krueger in the makeup he did himself, and yeah, he lives in Houston, Texas, and uh, on Instagram, it's Paul Bailey Studio, I told him I would actually put this out there on the air for everybody. Because this cat deserves thousands upon, you know, thousands of views from and across likes. the world. Yes. Because this guy, like, people are flat out saying, if Robert England doesn't want to do another Nightmare on Elm Street movie, they should hire you. 
And I agree with that because I legit thought it was Robert England from Nightmare on Elm Street 2. And anyone that knows what a hardcore fan I am, mm-hmm. to almost fool me, because I was like, I don't think it is, but fuck, is it ever close? Oh my gosh, yes. You know what I mean? I was like, damn. You know, even myself, I'm like, oh my god, it's a new trailer for uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street movie with Robert England. I don't want to give too much away, but uh, it it really the one that I saw, it looked like it was going to be a Saw movie, and then you see Freddy, and it's like, what the fuck, dude? It was so good. Oh my god, Uh, it was fantastic. All of them are on his Instagram and on Facebook, so check them out, man. Absolutely. If you do anything in 2020, check that shit out, and uh, let's get this guy some work that he probably already has no time (laughs) to do, but I'm sure for the right project, he would make time. Oh, Uh, absolutely. But this guy's great. So Paul Bailey, um, absolutely one of the most talented cats I've seen when it comes to like the makeup effects Mm -hmm. industry. And uh, damn, I mean, this guy looks like he's still just trying to get his name out there, so... I want to help him out. Let's give him some love. Yeah, dude. Check him out. If you're a horror movie fan at all, or especially a Nightmare on Elm Street fan, you got to see this comparison, dude. And get back to me in the comments or, you know, email me or whatever at uh, tatnesspodcast.gmail.com. Let me know what you guys thought, man, because this shit is stellar work. Mm-hmm. And this guy fucking nails it. Yes, he does. I just, my God, I was just so blown away. Yeah, I, I meant to get to that sooner in the show. I didn't mean for that to be tail end, but uh, you guys got to check him out mm-hmm. for sure. Absolutely. Um, anyways, let's wrap this shit up. Yeah. I need to smoke a fucking big ass joint. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And get more protein in me. Mm-hmm. The fucking struggle to be a big bastard is very fucking real. It is. Um, you see it all the time. I bitch about it all the time. <laughs> Yep. You have to work with my ass. You have to put up with it. But uh, how many pounds of chicken do you think I go through in a week? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) And steak every other day. Oh, my gosh. Like, ridiculous. This guy, I tell (laughs) you. Eggs and protein, supplements. This is why Costco is your best friend. I fucking love it. Freezer space and all. Mm -hmm. It's just, it benefits everything. Absolutely. Anyways, man, we'll catch you later. Thanks for listening. And again, check that dude out, dude. He is fucking crazy good. And I still want to watch the rest of his videos. And if I get baked enough and I watch them, I'm going to fucking think that it's like a legit trailer for a new Night movie. <laughs> that would and, be funny to watch. Oh, it's funny because I get like that. <laughs> and I forget what the fuck I'm watching. And I'm like, holy shit, when is this coming out? And then it's like, oh, yeah, it's that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's that good, I assure you. Yep. Anyways, man, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next show. Yep, see ya.